we are back. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fantasy Advantage Podcast. I'm Scott Morrow, your host again. On this episode, we will talk about the big game, the Super Bowl, in detail, how we're playing it from a DFS perspective, and even get into some fun betting. Here we go. You are listening to the Fantasy Advantage Podcast, hosted by my dad. Finally, Super Bowl week is here, and we're back at the Fantasy Advantage Podcast. It's been a long time, everybody, but great to be back. Fall was kind of crazy, and uh, doing this for the the first time, it was really difficult to do it on a week-by-week basis. Just uh, life gets in the way, kids, uh, work, just everything. So uh, happy to be back. And uh, at the end of this episode, I'll give you an idea of what we're going to be doing in the offseason to kind of keep everybody in tune with what's going on in the NFL world from my perspective. But we're here today to talk about the Super Bowl. So it's finally here. Eagles, Chiefs. I think most people would probably agree that these are the two best teams in each conference. They were each the number one seeds in their own conference. The playoffs were wild, and I'm sure over this offseason we'll go over some of that a little bit more. This episode's going to focus on the Super Bowl, but, man, the Bills played a stinker against the Bengals. And then, I mean, who have the Eagles played? Like like two high school teams? I think I heard a stat the other day that Jalen Hurts has thrown the ball like 22 times in two games. That's it because they just – killed the Giants and the 49ers. So uh, the Eagles haven't been tested. But we're here to talk Super Bowl. So let's talk game breakdown. The basics. Eagles are a a one-and-a-half point favorite. So one-and-a-half point favorite, super close Super Bowl. Uh, It's one of, I think, like less than 10 Super Bowls that have had a spread less than three points. So Vegas thinks it's going to be a really close game, and I think a lot of people do as well. It's only the ninth time in 95 games that Patrick Mahomes has been an underdog. That's less than 10% of the time. And it's his first time in the playoffs. That's crazy. Like, legitimately crazy. Now, in the previous eight games, he's 7-1. 7-1, again, in those previous eight games against the spread. And and 6-2 in uh, actually winning the games. So, that's, that's... very interesting. I, I don't. I don't 100% know how to take that, but basically, Patrick Mahomes is different than anybody else. So here's my simple breakdown of the game. So, have you ever seen one of those pros and cons charts? Like, let's say you're in high school and you have to do this for a project, or you're in college, you have to make a big decision in life, right? Am I going to take this new job? Am I going to move somewhere? And you have a board, and it's got pros on one side and cons on the other side. So that's how I think about this game, right? So I'm going to start with the Eagles. So I got the Eagles on the left side of my screen. I know you guys can't see me, but I'm moving my hands here. Okay, so the Eagles have a better O-line, a better running game. They have much better weapons at wide receiver. Okay, maybe not a tight end, but Goddard's a good player. They have a stingy run defense. And over this year, they had the number one pass defense in the NFL in yards per game. All right, so we got the Eagles side. We got all those things, right? There's five things. Pretty awesome. And then we got the Chiefs side. All right, you ready for the Chiefs side? They got a lot going for them. 
Patrick Mahomes. That's it. That's all I wrote down. <laughs> I, I know that that's crazy, but I've been a fan of Patrick Mahomes since his rookie year, and man, is it hard to pick against him here. He's 1-1 one one in Super Bowls. He lost that one to Tom Brady, which we'll talk about in a minute. And he's been to the AFC Championship game every year of his career. Let me repeat that. He's been to the AFC Championship game every year of his career. To put that into perspective, I'm 39 years old. I've never seen the Lions play in the, play in the NFC Championship game. Ever. Mahomes is special no matter what you say. He can take a team of misfit wide receivers and get to the Super Bowl. Oh, and he can win it, not just get there. His loss a few years ago was with Brady's run with the Bucs in his first year. In that game, Mahomes had zero time and was under pressure the entire game. I don't know if you remember that, but I mean, he was just running around and throwing it like crazy. I, I looked it up earlier. He threw 49 times in that game, and he ran for his, ran for his life. Now, they only scored nine points. It didn't look great but he played his heart out. So this is really hard for me. I believe that Patrick Mahomes is Superman. I think he's the best player in the NFL period. And he is just so hard to beat because he can beat you in every single way. You want him to stay in the pocket? Good luck. He makes ridiculous decisions and he's incredibly accurate. He can throw from every arm angle. If you blitz him, he's smart enough to know when to run, when to not run. Bum ankle, that didn't seem to bother him last week, did it? I think there's zero chance that bum ankle is going to bother him this week. However, picking the Eagles to win is really tough here. I think the Eagles are a complete team, and I think they'll have a small lead for most of the games. Mahomes is going to do Mahomes things. He's going to do things that you're like, what? Let me see that on replay. But I just don't think it's going to be enough. I think at some point... His lack of weapons is going to come back to hurt him. Now, we're in the Super Bowl. That hasn't happened yet. So I think the Eagles win 27 to 21. So Eagles 27, Chiefs 21. I think it's going to be a great game, and I think it will literally come down to last possession, and I'm looking forward to it very much. Now, there's a lot of different ways to look at this game. The other way that I want to look at is from a betting perspective. Now, if you guys know me, I'm a little bit more of a DFS, a daily fantasy guy, than a betting guy. But man, betting the Super Bowl is fun. Number one, it's the last game of the season. And number two, there are some crazy bets out there. So based on my breakdown that you heard above, Eagles winning 27-21, I would take the Eagles minus the one and a half to win and to cover. So minus one and a half means that the Eagles uh, have to win by two or more for you to win your bet. So minus one and a half. So you subtract one and a half points from the Eagles, and then you see what happens. I also like the under in this game, which is currently set at 51. So again, if you look above 27-21, that's a total of 48 points, and the over-under is currently set at 51. So I think 51 is really close because I think you could easily see, you know, 20, you know, 28, 24. That's hitting 52. Um, I don't think either team um, is going to run away with this game. So I currently have five bets that I've already placed, and I probably will do a couple more as we get closer. Again, I'm recording this on Friday night, uh, two days before the Super Bowl. Here's a few of what I've got going on right now. 
So I just told you about the under. I like the under 51. I have seen, you know, you can tease, you can you can uh, get an alternate spread, which means you get worse odds. But, you know, if you wanted to go to like, you know, 52, 52 and a half or 53, I'm a lot more comfortable there. You just won't win as much money. So a couple, a couple interesting ones here. So Kenny Gainwell is the backup running back for the Eagles. I like Kenny Gainwell over 34 and a half total yards. Now this, all these are on DraftKings. So 34 and a half total yards. That's rushing and receiving together. So in his last five game, uh, six games, he's hit this over 34 and a half five times, and he's been over 60 yards in all those games. Now, Three of those games have been blowouts, and he's the backup running back, so he plays in the second half exclusively. But if you look over the past month, Jalen Hurts, after that shoulder injury, he really has not been running as much, and they've really been giving it to their running backs. And Gainwell has been playing a lot more than people think. So I think over – plus he's a really good pass catcher. That's actually what he was really good at in college. So I expect Kenny Gainwell to have – nine to 10 touches. And again, all he's got to do is just get over. He averages four yards a touch, which is not that hard. He'll easily get over this. So Kenny Gainwell over 34 and a half total yards. The other thing that I like too with, with both teams is I like there's a bet uh, either team to score 30 plus points. And I like that to be a no, as I described above, could it easily happen? Yeah, of course it could happen. The score could be 30 to 27 or 31 to 24. I just don't think Super Bowls are traditionally unders. It's a weird game because halftime's longer. The timeouts are longer. There's just so much going on that the players, it's usually a slow starting game. So we'll see what happens. These teams are great. But any team to score 30-plus points, I'm a no on that. Then I've got this parlay that I put together. So I put 20 bucks on this parlay, and I think I can win like 580 if it hits. So... I don't think it's that difficult. There's a couple questionable ones in there. So first off, each team, so Eagles and Chiefs, over 17.5 points. I don't see that one being a problem. I don't see this game being, you know, 20 to 14. Patrick Mahomes under 325 yards passing. I like that one because, again, I think that the Eagles' defense is really, really good against yards. And so I think Mahomes will do, like I said, Mahomes' things. He averages 297, so this would have to be significantly over his average against the number one pass defense. Jalen Hurts over 200 yards passing. Uh, to be honest, this is one of the ones I'm concerned about because of his shoulder and what they've done over the last probably month is they, they're not really throwing the football. And so 200 yards is not a lot, but man, this one does concern me a little bit. So the, the next leg is Jalen Hurts over 200. Then I... Got an alternate spread on the Eagles at plus three point five. So that means even if the even if the Chiefs win by three points, I still this still counts as part of my bet. So Eagles plus three point five, and then I've got three overs on yards. I've got Travis Kelsey over sixty four and a half. That seems like a no brainer. AJ Brown over fifty nine and a half. A little bit questionable on that one. And then the one that I added that really jumped the odds here is Kadarius Tony, wide receiver for the Chiefs, over nineteen and a half. When Tony's on the field, man, they just try to get him the ball. And I think without Hardman, um, Hardman's on IR. And so I think without Hardman, they're going to try to get the ball in their speedster. And 
Kadarius Tony's got like four two five speed, like insane speed. He'll get a couple rushes, um, but this is a receiving prop. I, I think he'll have at least four or five targets in this game. So, I mean, all he needs is 20 yards. And then the last one's just kind of a fun one. Uh, I heard somebody on a podcast I was listening to earlier this week talk about this one. It's the first touchdown scorer in the game. It's their jersey number. Yeah, the jersey number of the first touchdown scorer in the game. Under or over 11 and a half. So I took under. So under gives me these players. A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, Devonta Smith. Jarek McKinnon, Juju Smith-Schuster, Isaiah Pacheco, and MVS. So I've got those seven players are the basically the players that I need to score that first touchdown. So if Jalen Hurts runs it in, I'm good. If he throws it to A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith, good. So the only ones that obviously hurt you in this situation are both tight ends, which are both very good options, right? I mean, you know, I could either see Kelsey or Goddard easily scoring that first touchdown. Or the running game that's not Jalen Hurts for the Eagles. So if it's Miles Sanders or if it's Kenny Gainwell, their jersey numbers are higher than 11.5. Kind of a cool little bet that I thought was fun. The other one, uh, and this comes from uh, a podcast that I listen to a lot, which is the Pat McAfee Show, if you are uh, if you know what that is. Uh, former Colts uh, All-Pro punter he, he and kickoff artist. And DraftKings does not have this. At least they didn't have it earlier in the week when I checked, but I want to check again. So the, the kickoff to the Super Bowl, is it going to go for a touchback, yes or no? Now, if you just watch the NFL, it's like, well, yeah, every kickoff goes for a touchback. Well, Pat gives you some insight because he actually kicked off a Super Bowl his rookie year in the NFL. And he said that was the single hardest football that he's ever kicked off. Not because it was the Super Bowl, which, yes, is difficult, but because you don't get to that ball is touched one time. It's literally kicked off and then it goes directly to Canton in the Hall of Fame. So before the game, the coaches, the players, and the trainers get the get the foot the game approved footballs and they get to mess around with them, make them softer for kicking. This, this ball, they do not get that. They do not get to touch it until the ref hands it to them to start the game. So you'll see the, the kicker kind of pushing it and trying to get the leather softer. So I would take a no on the first kickoff to be a touchback. I couldn't find that on DraftKings, but I'll look for it again. All right. And lastly, from a DFS perspective, so a daily fantasy perspective for the Super Bowl, I've talked about showdown on here a little bit before showdown is where it's a single game like the super bowl versus having a whole slate of you know 10 12 14 games or whatever so showdown strategy is a little bit different i'll talk about it just for a second here so your lineup needs to tell a story in showdown meaning that you know in regular daily fantasy on a random week you know week 10 you can just kind of okay give me the median projection for all these guys okay cool i'll make a lineup You'll probably do okay, you know, more than half the time. But in showdown, it's not about, oh man, can I who can I fit in here? It's about telling a story. So if you think the Eagles are gonna win in a blowout, then play five Eagles and one Chief. If you think it's the other way around, play five Chiefs and one Eagle. If you think it's gonna be a high scoring game, play a bunch of pass catchers. If you think it's gonna be a lower scoring game, maybe play the kickers. Maybe you throw a defense in there. Get a little weird with it too if you're playing in a GPP or a tournament. You know, leave salary on the table or play two players from the same team in the same position, something you would never do 
on a regular week. For example, play Miles Sanders and Kenny Gainwell. You would never do that on a regular on a regular week. But when you're playing showdown, you want to be different. You're going to have hundreds of thousands of lineups if you play in the big contests. you got to try to be different somehow, but still getting raw points. So the way it works is that the MVP spot, I'm sorry, the, the captain spot gets 1.5x points. So whoever you put in that spot gets 1.5 points um, for DFS purposes on showdown. Now, that person also does cost more money. So the most expensive person is going to cost even more when you're looking at the captain spot. So in cash games, the way that I'm looking at it this week, and I'll mostly play cash games. I think I have one tournament uh, that I'm planning on playing. I, cash games, probably going to have both quarterbacks and Kelsey for sure, and then try to figure it out from there. You know, I talked about Kadarius Tony. I really like Kadarius Tony this this week, so I'll probably have a lot. I'll probably have some Kadarius Tony. I don't know what to do at captain because I think everyone's going to put Jalen Hurts at captain. So I'm kind of thinking, oh, well, maybe I put Patrick, Patrick Mahomes at captain. What about Travis Kelsey as captain? Jalen Hurts is the has the best projection for the most raw points, so it's hard not to put him at captain. But he's been struggling a little bit lately, and so you know, can he get all those rushing yards that you really need to get all those points? And then for GPPs or tournaments. Don't put a quarterback at captain because that's what I, that's what you know half the field's going to do, and you got to be different. So I would say either don't put a quarterback at captain, put Kelsey, put Dallas Goddard, put Kadarius Tony. I even messed around with one of those lineups today. You can fit a lot of people in. You put Kadarius Tony at captain, man, you can fit basically the whole Eagles team in there. You can fit Mahomes. It's pretty cool. And then, like I said earlier, you know, build a four-two or a five-one lineup. You know. We would call the 5-1 lineup an onslaught lineup where you think that the Chiefs are going to kill them. So play all Chiefs and then play, you know, Devonta Smith or, you know, pick an eagle to run it back with. Well, everybody, enjoy the Super Bowl. Like, it's going to be it's going to be really fun. So I, I can't wait. Uh, you know, this two weeks off between the championship games and the Super Bowl, I understand why they do it, but it is a little bit frustrating. So... I, I am planning on being back for the off season. So I, I don't want to have happen what happened last fall, which is, you know, kind of fell off and never really got back in rhythm. So I'm going to get into a rhythm of about every two weeks doing this pod. I'll be focusing on a bunch of different things in the off season. The first thing will be free agency. So free agency starts in about a month in March. And I think we'll have some stuff that will happen actually before free agency that I might jump on and talk about too. There's a lot of quarterback movement going on right now. A lot of, you know, Derek Carr going to the Saints, you know, talking about going to the Saints, and then Aaron Rodgers talking about going to the Raiders. I mean, so much stuff. Some of this might happen before free agency. Then I'm going to focus on the NFL draft, one of my favorite days of the year. Lions got two first-round picks. Let's go. Can't wait. And then post-draft, how do these players fit into the schemes for each team and what each team plans are for those players not only the first round picks but you know going down into the second and third round picks I've already started a little bit of uh, kind of my draft analysis and I'm looking forward to applying that to this year's draft and figuring out hey who can we focus on and who can we really try to you know try to hone in on in our upcoming either rookie drafts for dynasty or season-long drafts you know it's February right now so we got six months so Six months of off-season content. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for hanging out with me, guys. 
Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Take care.